Should I oh, just well. shout into the microphone? I can hear her sort of. Oh, maybe this guy. Oh, here, let's do this. Volume. Hello? 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 Yes, that's better. Okay, we're good. Oh, boy. We're in, we're in. I love this. Thank, thanks for the technical support, Warren. <laughs> do you think your husband ever thought that i that someone like me would come back into your life and then this would be part of his life yeah <laughs> no he didn't but he loves it oh good mm. i'm gonna play this oh excuse me i'm playing this theme song here we go Here we are zooming it up. You have a, a little bit of a tickle in your throat. I have a little sore throat. Aww. It's it's actually not terrible, so I can't complain too much. But you know that little feeling. And yesterday, I actually took Nyquil. Ugh. You know what? I Nyquil has the opposite effect on me. It makes me incredibly awake but paralyzed. And that's, insane. That's kind of what I think, too. Because I was saying to Warren, I'm like, I don't want to take this, but I think I might. And then I did. And then I was just like, I did take a nap. But otherwise, like, the last time I took it, Maya, it was the same as you. Like, it just made me feel literally insane. Yeah. And almost like, almost like shaky legs, you know? Like, I wanted to, like, crawl out of my skin. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. a good feeling no i cold medicines have a really weird effect on me so i feel yeah sometimes you have to do it because you're like i don't have any choice right now i just want to feel better or knock myself yeah, out and the, like tylenol wasn't cutting it so you know just do what you can <laughs> maya amy I want to hear all about where you were, Maya. Tell us everything. Flow rider. I, uh, I dipped my toes in the sand. Did you become insane? I became insane. Um, nice. Maybe you could put our fun Florida uh, theme song in here. <laughs> Add yeah, it I love later. that. I love that we have a Florida theme song. Um, so we went to Florida on an airplane. Thank you, Delta Airlines. My hometown mm -hmm. air, air, airline. Yeah. And um, so this year's a little different because Tyler's parents have released their place in Florida and they're just going to like rent from now on. Okay. And so they're going to rent from now on. Like, is that, I wonder, I'd love to hear more about like why they made that choice. Well, Tom always he's super funny. He talks about like how many to toilets he's in charge of. Oh yeah. And 
that's a lot the more toilets you have like the more responsibilities and when those toilets are spread out all over america yeah, that's, a, that's a good call yeah yep and so it, it's just time to like downsize the amount of toilets you're responsible. less toilets less yeah. toilets less worry mm-hmm. um and also just it's a little bit more freedom less responsibility yeah i get that that makes sense and they found a spot in a different park where okay. they're where their friends are and it has like great amenities there's the shuffleboard the shuffleboard is very important we didn't get to shuffle while we were there and so it's it's a nice like everything just sort of like went super smooth for them as far as i can like what they told us you know how those things can kind of get like stressful and weird and it just seemed mm-hmm. like everything you know went great now they have their spot for next year and they're gonna they're in so like every year they'll get to go back to the same place and their friends are there and so we stayed because everything was in transition we stayed in a hotel yeah we stayed at the west in sarasota amy it was very nice nice um we had a, they upgraded us to a bay view oh my gosh this dog go go away and be quiet <laughs> hi, God. hi sadie and um what else can i say oh it had like a fun like a really cool rooftop bar with a great view the only thing about i don't know if you know this about sarasota the traffic is nuts like if no i didn't know that oh if something's 15 minutes away it takes you forever to get there oh i don't like that oh it's the traffic is the worst and the rush hour times are weird because everybody's like retired oh and so it's based on like beach time and dinner oh interesting yes so, so beach time being like 9 to 10 a.m and then dinner being like dinner like three o'clock for old people <laughs> well there's a rush hour like from three to five because everybody's leaving the beach okay yeah and then i guess wow. early dinner but oh wow. okay i didn't know that so nothing eventful happened on the way down there we did you know i fried my forehead by the way i just have to tell you we had one beach day i put the sunscreen on but as i'm getting older like my skin gets lighter and so for me it's just like a weird adjustment because i used to never have a problem like i've only ever had one other sunburn in my life yeah and that was from laying out in a bikini all day on fourth of july no sunscreen drinking like bootleggers in someone's backyard great And that was a really long time ago, and you know how I know? It was string bikini days, and so <laughs> that was a few decades ago. Um, but yeah, I just, like, torched my forehead, and I think what happened is, you know when you're in a hurry to put on sunscreen? Yeah. It's just, like, one weird strip up by my hair, and I think I was trying not to get sunscreen in my hair. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. So that's what happened at the beach. And then the other thing that happened at the beach, Amy, this is what I love. I love going to the beach with like 10 70 somethings they're the most fun they have great conversation they ask you all these questions there's so many questions but then they let they're like let's play beach bocce ball and by the way let me just tell you i impressed many a 70 year old man with my bocce ball beach bocce ball skills wow yeah it got real serious we were playing with um one of their friends was a retired hockey coach i liked him he was great he was 
he was he real was serious. bringing that Michelle energy. Yeah, yeah, he had that like serious coach energy, which I really liked. Nice, and he, he nice. Called, he called me young lady a lot, which I like. That's what I love. I'm just like I love this. I feel like I'm retired too. I love that vibe. Amy, I killed it beach vo- bocce ball. And you know what helped me is I took a tennis lesson from Michelle where she was like, okay, this, when you're doing a lob, the top of the parabola is in the center. Yeah. And so I was using my geometry and killing it yeah, at she, botch. She said that at our last tennis that I was at. Yeah. So I used that at bocce ball. And then we went to a bunch of restaurants. We had a lot of room service, by the way. Do you mm. love room service like I do? Nothing better. I got a delicious breakfast. I got a shakshuka. That's why I was looking up shakshuka recipes, um, which if you don't know, is also called eggs in purgatory, I think. It's like a tomato sauce with poached eggs in it and like feta cheese, and it's delicious. It sounds crazy. Okay. And then maybe like some rustic bread. Okay. I guarantee you, you would... So more like a brunch-ish. Yes. It's got a brunch vibe. I like savory breakfast. That's great. I love room service. It's the best feeling ever. And I can't put my finger on why I love it so much, but there's just something about someone bringing you the exact food that you asked for. Yeah. It's like getting that restaurant quality (laughs) while you yourself are in like literally pajamas Pajamas. or whatever. (laughs) And then they take it away and then you just put it outside when you're done. Like, I love that. I love it too. We golfed while we were there. How did that go? Good. Um, I probably golfed the shittiest I've ever golfed in my life. Okay. Um, Tyler's mom killed it. She was golfing so well. I was so impressed. And I, she was chalking it up too. She has a new driver, uh, the Nancy Lopez driver, who I've never heard of Nancy Lopez. <laughs> but if she so makes... let me get this straight. This is just games upon games upon games. That's what being retired is, Amy. Really? Yeah. And then we didn't get to shuffleboard. That was a, we couldn't fit it in. Wow. Yeah. So like beach, beach bocce. Yes. Did you play tennis too? No, but I played tennis with Tom the last time I was there. We didn't get it in. We, I mean, we really packed in a lot of stuff. Did you play pickleball while you were there? I did not. No okay. paddle sports. Were you there for like four days or five days? Three nights. No, mm. wait. Yeah, it was a little shorter. Three nights, four days. Okay, nice. Yeah, and then I took Friday off. And so I've been off. And I haven't looked at any work stuff. Except yeah, for one day good. I sent a bunch of stuff for a meeting. But um, I'm just pretending like I don't have a giant pile of work. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing because I fun. really don't. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> Can I tell you about my one of my favorite things? Do you like to eavesdrop in the airport? I'm a fan. Are you kidding me? I like to eavesdrop every single place. Warren and I love to eavesdrop <laughs> on like if we're out on a date. Sometimes we just sit there and we like look at each other and then we like listen and then we're like, we just love it. It's so fun. So, oh, wait, I have to tell you one more thing about the, before I get to my airport eavesdropping, a thing happened at the hotel. Uh Uh-oh. It's a very nice hotel, by the way, Sarasota Weston. We came back from golfing all day and I went to the bathroom in the lobby. Then I go upstairs and I get there and there's a towel in propping the door open. And I was like, that's weird. Why would Tyler prop the door open with a towel? And then I walk in and he goes, the door was propped open with a towel when I got here and there's no one in here. 
Ooh. Like, you know, he thought there might be someone cleaning in there. Yeah. So maybe they were cleaning and they forgot. They did. And so I went downstairs. Sure. I was pissed. I went downstairs and I said to the Maya woman. Maya was bringing her 80s dad energy <laughs> to the lobby. Oh, my God. I stomped down there in my gl- You're golf. You the man on the trip and he <laughs> took it down to the lobby. I love this. I was immediately enraged. And I go down there and I said to the woman, hi, we've been out golfing all day and we came back and our door was propped open with a towel. And she goes, what? What do you mean? And I said, when we came back, our door was propped open with a towel shoved in it. What do you mean? She said again. And then I had taken a picture of it, Amy. Because You're like, here you go. <laughs> because I knew this might happen. And she was like, oh, my God. And then she went to get the manager. And the manager was bringing full-on hotel vibes that's kind of like, it's like a weird fakeness. Like a White Lotus vibe of the guy. Mm-hmm. Have you seen White Lotus? Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I love this. And like making like a sympathetic He's sad. Like, face. Oh my God. Yes. Like, yes. I'm so sorry. Yes. It's exactly that. Oh, what can we do for you? <laughs> what did they do for you, Maya? Well, first of all, they were like, do you want us to send security up? And I was like, no, my husband's already rooting around in there. Now, if I was a single traveling woman, I'd be like, no, you go check up under that bed and all the crevices for murderers. Yeah. First of all. Second of all, everything was there. It was just like. Good producer Tyler. You didn't need a security guard. I <laughs> know. He's tough. And so <laughs> I said, you know what? We're just really tired. I'm, I just like wanted to let you know. So then they come up later, the guy, the head of housekeeping and the manager. And then were you like, oh my God, I realized that all of my, my whole emerald collection is gone. <laughs> My suitcase of diamonds is gone. Yes. The my, giants. Bu- my duffel bag of cash is also gone. <laughs> yes. No, it it crossed our minds later that that was a fun, would be a fun thing to do. But in the end, they were just like, she was like, what can I do for you? I was like, just don't do it again. And then. <laughs> Maya, you should have bargained for some free room service. Well, I should have said, I, you know, a food and beverage credit, but I was just like super annoyed and then just kind of yeah. like processing the whole thing. And then she's like, what amenity can I send you? Can I send you a bottle of wine? I was like, sure. Why not? And so they sent us a very nice bottle of wine. It was okay. a red. We enjoyed it. But yeah, I should have asked for a food and beverage credit. Anyway, it was fine. Um, we, I mean, if it would have had a... I mean, it was a nice, fancy hotel, so it's not like people are lurking around. Anyway, it was a weird thing that was a hiccup. And then we moved on. So then when we're going home, we're at the airport. We're eating at the famous Columbia restaurant at the airport, which is famous for this sandwich. Or no, their salad, Columbia salad with their famous garlic dressing. And they're also famous for their Cuban sandwich. Anyway, good food. Kind of crazy. Airport food's so expensive. And mm-hmm. every time I'm like, let's buy lounge passes because that's the one airport we don't have. I don't have. There's like only one lounge and it's like a Delta lounge and they are so strict. There's no like you have to be a zillion diamond member or platinum, but whatever. So Warren, Warren heard a hack about this. OK. He said that someone he heard or listened to or something, you can go literally on eBay and buy a pass for like these places for these lounges like Mm. the day of or like while you're in the airport and pay like ten dollars or something i'll have to look sometimes ebay 
The thing yeah. about Sarasota, Tampa, and Fort Myers is they have no. There's like no lounges. Right. It's this. It's just like a lounge desert. Otherwise, I have access to like every airport I've ever been to. Poor Tyler hasn't been to any lounges. I've just been by myself. Anyway, lounge desert. So we're eating at the Columbia restaurant. These two guys sit down right away. They're giving off like old school New York vibes. And the waitress comes, the server comes over and she says, they're sitting in a four top. There's a two top. And this isn't a, you know how they sometimes at a restaurant that's indoor, like in a mall or an airport, they have like an outdoor patio area that they try to make seem like a patio with like a gate around it. Yes. That's where we are. And so that two top was like smooshed up against the glass of the restaurant. And she says to them something to the effect of like, hey, can you move to this two top? Because they, of course, they sat themselves. Yeah. Which you're not supposed to do. Anyway, right. <laughs> they moved. Can you move over here? And the guy goes, I want to get the words right. Tyler, can you <laughs> help me? I don't want to sit over there. I don't want to sit over there. I don't want to sit over there. Yes. I don't want to sit over there. Um, and then he said, make it work. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a good tipper. I'm a good tipper. Whoa, okay. Yeah, so right away I was like, oh, I love this guy's aggressive energy. This is great energy. I, <laughs> I'm trying to do more of this in my life, and I love this. So I'm just like listening to them talk. They're like Florida, New York guys going back and forth, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're spread out on their floor top. They're like... Of course, they didn't want to move. And then they got a different server who was a different guy. And but the lady kept who was their original server kept coming back and like chit chatting with them. It was really weird. Like he was kind of weird and kind of rude to her, (laughs) but she really was there for it. I don't know. It was weird. Anyway, so a couple, a 30 ish, 30 something couple sits down at the two top. Then this guy starts talking to them. Of course. He's like, he's in belt and purses. And he's like, he says to the husband, and of course those people are, they're Canadian and super chatty and also like weirdly just, you know how Canadians are so Canadian? There's like, yes. like a little bit of like, like a naiveness to them and just like yes. a, like a, just a wholesomeness where you're like, ugh. Anyway, yeah. I mean, it can be nice, whatever. So then he says to the husband, what size waist do you have? What size? What size? What size waist do you have? Thirty-four. And then the guy's like, "Yeah, I have a thirty-four. He's like, 36, 38 belt." And he's like, "Yeah, I, I am not a thirty-six or thirty-eight, but I wear." Th-. He's like, "Of course you do." And then he says to the woman, "Do you like purses or something like that?" And then he shows her. What? He starts showing her pictures on it. He's like, "I designed these." And so he's like a belt and purse guy, and he's what the hell? Yeah. And he's like, what kind of purse is that? And she's like, it's Lululemon. It's a Canadian company. Or it used to be Canadian. I don't know. That was really Wait, weird. What? I Lululemon we're familiar with. Yeah. Everybody is. I know. That's funny. That she was like, she was acting as if it was some exotic brand that no one had ever heard of. <laughs> also, like, they don't really have like, they have like nylon bags. Yeah, they're it was like, like a nylon bag. They're not like a luxury purse place. No. And then he says to the wife, he takes out a business card and he goes, I'm going to give you a job here. (laughs) A job? I'm going to give you a job. Here's my card. I need you when you get home. I need you to email me your full address and your names. 
I'm going to send him some belts. I'm going to send you some purses. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, were you guys kind of bummed that you weren't the one sitting by them? No, because I don't want to talk to anyone. And I, right. Amy, I don't have, I don't do purses. <laughs> I can just see you and Tyler. I show up for the pod and Tyler's in a fancy belt and you have a fancy purse. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm scared. <laughs> this is weird. I was so glad it wasn't us. And I just like, I observing the whole thing made my day. Then his friend, the other thing they did while they were ordering, everything, they're just asking questions like in their normal way that's normal to them. But mm-hmm. it just kind of it has like a aggressiveness, which I was totally there for. And yeah. he wanted to ask a question about something on the menu. So how would you ask, like if you had a question about something on the menu, what would you say? I'd be like, so what kind of cheese is on the pizza? <laughs> oh, this guy, he goes. I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> it was just like, like it was being interrogated. I'm going to ask okay, you. Okay, Tony Soprano. <laughs> they had totally like Pesci Soprano vibes. And it was. Love that for them. Oh, my God. It was so great. It was so entertaining. Did I miss anything that Purse Guy said? That it, Okay. Yeah, my favorite part. And is- the fact that you're in purses and belts is like, <laughs> is like literally a character from a movie. It totally was. It was so great. Like yeah. who's in purses and belts? I don't know. That guy. That's amazing. Traditional New York guy. Exactly. Maya? Yes. Do you have anything else to say about Florida before I go into a rant? <laughs> no, I mean, it was a really great trip. We we were able to... Okay, the thing about vacations is that we were able to relax so that when we came home on Friday, we did so many errands. Like oh, we were, yes. We were so able to focus. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like I've been off all week and I got so much done around here. It was unbelievable. Like the amount of stuff I got done. And then like I haven't really done much this weekend, but like I got so much done, which was awesome because then I didn't feel well. And I felt fine because I was like, well, I got so much done. I took an entire carload of stuff to caring and sharing hands. Wow. A whole back of my truck. I full. love it. And then, like, just, oh, my gosh, I just got so much done. You know what I wish is I could have one of that purse guy. I would, If I could write a script for him that was Polly Eat Your Eggies, like, just have him read it. Oh, so we, yeah. We could record it. You know what? Who knows? That could have been Polly, Mike. <laughs> that could have been Polly all grown up. He was a little old to be Polly. These guys were, like, 60 Oh, yeah, because Polly would be younger than us. Yes. By about maybe 10 years. Yeah. So Polly is 30 something now. Wherever you are, Polly, I hope you're eating your eggies. What if Polly, he to this day. What he, if he doesn't eat eggs anymore? He's a vegan. Ever since that trip. <laughs> up eggs forever. Yeah. Florida was great. I really appreciated the break. Tom and Sandy, it's Maya, always nice to see them. Maya, it is like, this is the worst. This is the worst winter ever. Me not having a trip yet. I still have to wait a couple weeks. Oh, boy. This is my, I am, I am at my wits end. This is bad. There's still snow outside. The problem is the snow. The problem is the snow, Maya. We have so (laughs) much snow that it's going to be so long before it's melted. I've been going to the dog park every day. Yeah. And let me tell you what, I am fed up with the snow and the ice and the, like trying to, like, I have to wear these yak tracks until I die. Like, I can't wait (laughs) to not wear these things anymore. Like, my husband got them for me. They're awesome. I love them. But like, please, for the love of God, 
the sun has been out a little bit. So Sadie and I have been sitting on the deck in the sun for like five minutes a day. And I'm like, this is pathetic. Like this is my, I don't know, Maya, I might need to go to a tanning booth. I don't want to, <laughs> or a red light therapy booth or something. Like I have to. It was really nice to get that sun. At one point, just I was like, "Be outside without a coat and oh, like yeah. layers." Yeah, that's it, what I want. I want to just walk outside with like my Birkenstocks on, this and is, just feel like warm sun. This is always the hardest time of the year, Aim. It's the worst, and I haven't had to be around here, Maya. Last year, I was in Key West for weeks on end. <laughs> I spent I spent like four of five weeks in Florida last last year. Remember that? Yeah. That was great. <clears throat> Note to self, we're doing that again. This is not cool. I think late Feb, early March, you got to do something you or got you, to. you're going to go nuts. You're going Cause nuts. Because my trip isn't until April, Maya. And I know it's only a couple of weeks away, but like that feels like an eternity. It feels really far away. Yeah. Oh, one, t one thing on the way home, I had a whole row to myself on the airplane. Oh, gosh. And Tyler had an empty seat next to him. Heaven. Oh, can I tell you something that I saw? I can't believe that you guys didn't, he didn't come over to your side. No. You guys are so funny. <laughs> You're like, no, bitch, I want the whole row. <laughs> I would have done the same thing, Maya, probably. Um, I saw something on the plane that disgusted me. Oh no, bare feet? No, worse. Um, oh God, rude, what? Rude behavior. So some of the screens, as you know, sometimes the screens where they have difficulties. Yes. Well, several screens in our area were having difficulties. And so the flight attendants were trying to fix it. So a flight attendant walks past me and I watch this man reach up with his finger, his stupid pointer finger, and he poked this woman in the back. Ugh. to get her attention and let me just tell you if you don't know this first of all think about a stranger poking you in the back and then think about it it's just not something you should ever do to anyone this happens to flight attendants all the time i just saw an article about it the other day where this woman is like i can't tell you the number oh. of times i've been poked in the back because it's oh, so much i can't even imagine I almost yelled out, loud, no, and he poked her. And, and also, like, it's worse because if you think about, like, what servers have to put up with, Ugh. but at least they can, like, actually walk away, go back in the kitchen. Like, flight attendants are stuck. Well, she turned to him and she said, please don't poke me. Good. Yeah, she addressed it right away. But, like, the person that pokes someone in the back isn't going to be, like, responding to please don't poke me like That's to him problem. that was a perfectly logical thing to do right oh no what we have nine minutes and 57 seconds left oh god um if it cuts us off we can just hop back on for like a few minutes so okay. was your rant about vacation is that your rant nope what's your rant maya amy I'm going to say something a little controversial here. Oh, God. But it won't be the first time, and it certainly won't be the last. <laughs> Lay it on me. David Koresh. The guy had a point. What do you mean? Maya, do you, do you really know what was going on during that standoff? We were in high school, so, like, actually, we were, yeah, we were in high school, so we were probably, like, you know, we did not care about that. We were caring about ourselves. 
Mm, I watched it. I watched it on TV. Okay, so this Maya, this thing was such a debacle. There is a a thing on Netflix right now, and it doesn't go into like pre standoff. It's really dissecting like the actual fifty one day standoff. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was fifty one days. Mm-hmm. Maya, the government just like set all those people on fire. Maya, the shit that they were doing, it was nonsense. Okay. So they had the FBI mm-hmm. over here mm-hmm. that were like trying to negotiate, quote unquote. And then they had these crazy guys, Maya, the HRT, the hostage rescue team. Picture like snipers covered in tattoos. These guys had their own idea of what they were doing, Maya. And the two weren't communicating. So first of all, they come in. Why? I understand that they had a bunch of like illegal weapons, mm-hmm. but explain to me how coming in and like ambushing them and shooting at them is a good way to handle this. Like that was the government, the FBI, whatever. They're like, let's just do this. We're we're gonna. S-. So there was a tip off, is what happened. Mm-hmm. Like they were gonna like they were gonna come into the compound and whatever. Well, then the um. Branch Davidians were tipped off that the government was coming, so they were, like, ready for them. Mm-hmm. Maya, I don't understand this. It ended up being this biggest shit show, Maya. They were, like, sitting there shooting. They destroyed the whole building. Mm-hmm. They drove tanks into it. Yeah. Like, they threw... Like, I'm sorry. What in the world? There were these kids that were there, Maya. There's mm-hmm. this one girl, this woman... These people were, like, obviously traumatized. Yeah. And honestly, that was their beliefs. Like, this is where I'm fascinated, where it's like, oh, we know better than you. We're the government. We're going to come in. I get it, the illegal weapons. I understand that's illegal. Well, I think it was also a cult, and so they were were concerned about... Yes, it's a cult, but, like, this is the thing. The people that were in the cult... Yeah. Were there of their own volition, and that's what their beliefs were. Oh, Amy, you know it doesn't work like that when you're in a cult. Maya, that's Amy. what they believed. They I'm... died for it. They stayed there. I know, but some people who are in cults can't leave. It's a psychological phenomenon. I also, the children that. don't have a choice there. Also, yeah, but the there children was... don't have a choice. There is and some also... weird sex stuff going on. But the children, Maya? Yeah. How did they answer this? They like... There was kids that died there. I know. Well, I'm not saying the government did a good job. It was so botched. Like, I'm just saying, like, I don't understand if you. So if they were tipped off or whatever, like, okay, that's when you start over and you like, you know, like you have a new plan. You don't just go forward. And then it's like your whole thing is like, oh, they have these illegal weapons. And like, okay, well, now you are having a shoot off. I'll tell you. And then their whole thing was like, well, they killed four um, United States you know, whatever. And it's like, yeah, you guys were coming at them with guns and that, yes, they were like defending themselves and they were shooting back, which you're not supposed to do. I know. But like, it just, to me, the whole thing was so botched. I could not believe how like messed up it was. And then Maya, the fact that the direction, yeah. So the HRT officers had one direction and the FBI had a different direction. And so 
the negotiator that's talking to Koresh is like, I promise we won't do this. Yeah. Next thing you know, a tank comes blasting through. Oh my God. Like Maya, it was an absolute shit show. This is, can I tell you where this comes from? I'm, yes. I have a theory. Okay. They, so in the 70s, in, I think it was New Guinea, Guyana, Guyana, it okay. was, um, this cult and i'm trying to remember the name of the cult but what happened was all the people in this cult drank kool-aid and killed themselves yeah yeah and the bob comet yeah is that it no this is older so this is the 70s so it's um okay but that's where drank the kool-aid the phrase the colloquialism comes from yeah so they also murdered a senator that came to because people were like please help us we can't get out of here okay they monitor our every move like they'll kill us please this is bad so the senator came down he was like yeah this is i'm gonna go back i'm gonna do something so they murdered that guy and then ordered everybody to kill themselves yeah um and so what the i think from when that happened people were like why didn't anybody do anything all these people died. And so what they're trying to prevent is this mass death. They didn't do yeah. it in a good way, but that's what the, where the hysteria comes from. Like, Yeah. I just, I was like, the facts of the case of how it went was just, and then like the people are like, the guy is negotiating with Koresh and he's like, and he's like, you're, Koresh is like, you are a liar. Like, you're lying to me. And this guy's like, no, I'm not. And it's like, dude. Like, I just don't understand. These are, like, supposedly, like, the highest trained, like, it's just, it was such a botch job. Like, I yeah. can't believe it, you know? Jim Jones. That's the guy. Jim Jones. Yes, yes, yes. 900 people died with the U.S.-California representative. And so I think J Jonestown, that's what a... Jonestown, he the named Jonestown it, massacre. He named it after himself. That dumb, that weird. That's the ego is amazing. It's embarrassing yeah. actually. Um, Nine hundred people died, kill, killed yeah. themselves because yeah. of Jim Jones. Like, can you imagine being that powerful, where you like have power over like a thousand people? No, and also like, but I can understand the people that end up getting into it, like just from watching these shows. Like they're in they're like susceptible yeah and then the grooming that goes on like it's i don't know i think it's i mean they just recently had that standoff i can't remember what it was do you remember ruby ridge yes oh my god there's so many famous standoffs the government's yeah, not just... good at standoffs by the way no they're not they need to stop it with the standoffs the standoffs <laughs> are always ending badly and then it's always in the name of like helping people, but it's like, no, you're actually though, you're not helping people. Yeah. So when they amass all these weapons, what they're concerned about is they're either going to go kill a lot of people or kill all of themselves. And so that's where right. like the. I understand why yeah. they would want to break this up. What I don't understand though, is like we have the supposedly strongest military some of the brightest minds in the FBI and this and that and the other. Who told you that? Like the government told me that, Maya, <laughs> so I know it's true. But like, so that's where I'm just at a loss here. 
And these are always ending badly. Always. Yeah. Like they could have just left. At, at a certain point, they could have just left, you know? Yeah, for sure. Ruby Ridge, 1992. God, do you remember 1992? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> there was one recently. Where was it? Was it in Texas? Probably. And then I feel like that the people from that standoff, one of them is like mayor now. I could be making that up. It's weird. We have, we have less than one minute. Okay. Well, <laughs> where do you want to go with this? Oh, okay. I do have a racket report for you, and I think you'll really enjoy this one. Yeah, because I also have something to say about Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> oh, my God. We're, you are down a, a rabbit hole <laughs> on Netflix right now. Okay, I'll see you in a minute. Okay, bye. Hi. And we're back. Okay. So that was a pretty seamless transition, I would say. Do you want to Ted talk about Ted Kaczynski, or do you want my racket report? Um. Well, I'll just say, like wrapping it up with the Waco thing, it was very interesting. I didn't really know about much about it, and yeah. then I watched a whole thing about Ted Kaczynski. Oh my god, this you're... guy was pretty. This guy is pretty problematic. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Your algorithm is so specific right now. I know. <laughs> um, no, just that. Um. One thing I didn't know that I thought was interesting is that he was, okay, so he lived in this crazy little cabin, right? Yes. In Montana. Mm -hmm. And Maya, there were people that like lived right by him and they were, <laughs> they were just like, what? Yeah. Like they could not believe it. So that was more of what I was thinking is imagine you're that person where you're like, You've been hearing about this bombing for years and years and years. You, and then you figure. You know, there's you somebody out. that lived there that was like, mm, that makes sense. Well, they called him the hermit on the hill for crying out loud. <laughs> Let's just assume he's bombing things. I'm sure that once it like came out, they're like, oh, yeah, that yeah. tracks. Yep. But like just the idea, like the one girl, she, the she was a little girl at the time. And she's like, like, seriously, she's like, I cannot believe that <laughs> that whole time he was sitting there like. Anyway, he I forgot. Did he go to Harvard or Yale? He was either he went to Harvard, Maya, and actually he was at Harvard at 16. Yeah, he was a genius, but he they also did like he was participating experiments. LSD experiments. I don't know if it was LSD. They didn't say that in the show, but they did do some. No, it was for um, sure. I, I'm going to tell you right now. I know for sure. OK, they didn't say anything about LSD in the show, but he was part of um experiments that went on for years that now by today's standards would be completely unethical and they basically would have him in a room and they would just like tear down like everything about him and it was like it was the experiment was to see how we like humans respond to like extreme like stress yep. and like criticism and all of that stuff and it was like so unethical and so and also the fact that he wasn't even an adult is like wild. Yeah. And the the guy that did the experiments is like known as like one of the foremost, like very well respected, like amazing psychologists or whatever. This article in The Guardian says he was 15. Yeah, it's messed up. So but like, OK, they brought that up and it's like, um, OK, I could see how that could definitely cause 
like damage. But I also don't think that that is like in any way sort of a reason that you would become a Unabomber. Mm, yeah, no. I mean, it's a little bit of a stretch. And then I guess he's they he was diagnosed with schizophrenia, which they didn't really go much into. But like he his whole thing was like, I will not be called insane. I don't like I am not insane. Mm-hmm. This is my life's work. My manifesto is my life's work. And like, I will not be called insane. So I don't know. He's still living it up in the federal penitentiary. Oh, he's still alive? Yeah, he's alive. Weird that he just like disappeared from the zeitgeist kind of. Like if you said to a young person today, Ted Kaczynski, do you think they would know who that is? No, all I can remember when I thought about him at first before watching this was like him on SNL. Remember, it was like kind of a joke. He was a punchline because he was like this wild woodsman with like this wild hair. (laughs) Yeah. And who who played uh, him? Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Will Ferrell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God. So anyways, that was just an interesting show. I didn't I didn't know also that he was doing that for so many years. And then also that I didn't understand that Unibom stood for universities and airlines. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's where Una came from. University and airline. Bomber. Okay. Yeah. Fun facts. Boy, what's on your algorithm next? I don't know, Maya. I've already watched all the... Now I want to watch the Waco Branch Davidian. I want to know now, like, pre. I want to see, like, the lead up of, like, how it started and all of that stuff. Next week you'll change your tune. You're like, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now I have a different view of this. I'm not saying it was a great group of people. I'm not saying that yeah. Koresh was, like, a great leader. I'm not saying any of that. You started all I'm your segment is that with he had a point. And I was he like, did oh. have a point when he was like, you guys are lying to me. Yeah. He's like, I'm cooperating with your quote unquote um you know negotiating but you guys are fucking lying and you're not you're not doing what you're saying and then the guy the guy would be on the line like yes we are we're not lying and it's like dude (laughs) he said at one point the the cannon or whatever from the tank like came through the wall yes and they're like we're not gonna do anything and then like what (laughs) you know what i think i think what we've learned is the governments are really bad at standoffs and they should stop trying to do those stop trying to do standoffs just stop it they've already stopped doing high-speed chases which is a really great step in the right direction as far as i'm concerned yeah yeah just so standoffs no stop it if you can't get them and figure it out, like come in the middle of the night, whatever you need to do, then you guys need to do something else. No standoffs. Standoffs are should be done. Denied. Denied. They're denied. Okay, let's hear a racket report. Okay, Maya. I got this for you. Dennis Report. Dennis Report. Yeah, but what, what about pickleball? It's fun to have Carl with this. Racket Report. They're actually called paddles, uh nice to have carl on some days the clapping is my favorite part i know (laughs) so amy melissa and i went to tennis yesterday and how was it first of all really good group of people there's some new people there that are pretty good Mm -hmm. um we were a little late getting on the court so immediately michelle yelled at us the two of us 
What did she say? Uh, she was like, how long are you guys going to talk over there? Tweedledum and Tweedledee. How, mm. lo- how long are you guys yes. going to talk over there for a one hour lesson? And then um, we get on the court, and then Melissa goes, "Which one am are we? Am I Tweedledum or Tweedledee? Like who's oh. who?" <laughs> I said, "I'll take the dumb. It's fine." And oh. then we started that intense warm up drill. And then later on, guess I love that warm up so drill. So we, um, do you remember Anish? Yes. Okay, he's fun. He's so entertained by us now. He's like you guys. And so I was like, oh, we got yelled at right away. <laughs> He's laughing. And then later, we're on a different court. And I don't know. Melissa hit a volley, but she swung, she swung at it. And I was like, oh, you swung. And then we were, like, chit-chatting about it, walking back to the baseline. And Michelle yelled at us, and she's like, we don't have time for you two to waddle back to the baseline. Oh! <laughs> she yelled. Michelle. And then I was like, I don't understand. She's like, stay where you are. Well, no one ever explained that about that was a drill that we were doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was really bringing the 80s dad energy. Wow. She was really bringing it. Le- and yesterday. by the way, I'm grown. And so yeah. it doesn't bother me. Like, it okay. really, like, honestly, it's a slightly entertaining. Also, we've discussed how I thrive on when yes. the dad gives you one crumb. Yes, you take it. <laughs> you take it. It's, it builds up. And uh, so I'm used to it. And I was just like, listen, I'm growing. Like, you're not affecting me. Yeah. Like, I'm not embarrassed. Very few things. Like, it's Im- Was she oh, trying to embarrass you? Kind of. <gasps> I was, I think that's her tactic is like public yeah, embarrassment and then you won't do it again. And I was like, oh, lady, I'm going to be talking to the end of times. Like, you can't embarrass me out of that. Right. Also, I'm grown. And I'm paying yeah. for this. Like, I don't care. Exactly. Um, exactly. Like, a young me would have been like, oh, my God, I'm in trouble. Guess what? I'm almost 50. I don't give a shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. Almost 50, Maya? Well, we're 46. That's close. We're not even 46 yet. Let's give it. Let's pump the brakes. Fine. I'm almost. I'm the almost 50 time. <laughs> almost 46. I don't give a shit. So, anyway. Then after all of that ends, Michelle comes up to Melissa and she goes, you two are just too good not to, you, you got to stay up at that net. You get So she gave the compliment, the crumb compliment. Oh boy. Yeah. And you were like, I know I've been here before. I, was I like, know what this is. Listen, this isn't my first rodeo. I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, this doesn't work on me anymore. So she just basically maybe figured out the error of her ways and wanted to give you a compliment? No, I just think that's how she operates. It's the, it's, yeah, it's literally. I wonder if that's why the group has gotten so much smaller, Maya, because these millennials could never. Yeah, that she breaks you down and then she, she builds you up a little bit. And we're like, that's great. Great. We're used to that. But I could see how a lot of the other kiddos would be like, no way. Yeah, they don't like it. No. No. Oh, and then Anish comes over. He goes, I see you guys got yelled at again. Because <laughs> you know he's getting yelled at <laughs> all the time by her. Like, there's no way he's not getting yelled at. He's just laughing at us. I was like, listen, we've had a lot of practice at this. It doesn't it doesn't bother us. <laughs> yeah, we're from the 80s. We're from Don't the 80s, me. man. We're, we're used to this. So that's my racket report. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. And I did really great at the net yesterday, but I'm just telling you, like, my forehand, 
my ground strokes are just garbage right now and I don't know what I well, need to do. I feel like I was so bummed because I really like the last time we were that I was there, you know, I had my wrist my wrist was like messed up. Yeah. And now since I had a week off of like not mousing it and yeah. also like my wrist is like back to 100%. Ooh. But like I could not like I'm just excited to play again now. Yay. Oh, so yeah. we probably have to let her know. Yeah, I'll let her know. Okay. What did we learn this week? We learned that the government <laughs> needs to stay out of standoffs. They're not good at them. It always ends terribly. And frankly, it takes away from the bad guy. It takes away from it takes away from like why you're there in the first place. When now it seems like you're the ones that's caused a mass suicide, basically. Did you like hear- you could have saved all of these people. Instead, you basically went up in flames and they all like died there. Yeah. But you were going to help people. Remember? No. Do you think they want to help people? I don't know. Honestly, no, I don't. Just stop. I don't know why they do things. They should just stop with the standoffs. And then we also learned eavesdropping at the airport is always fun. Always. Always. And that guy still exists. Like, I love that that guy still exists. I love that there's a person belt guy. Sopranos vibes. <laughs> His person belt store is probably, like, also a front for, like, the mob. <laughs> and I love that. You're there I love for everything it. about that. Yeah, I think that's that's enough for one week. We went, That was good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and we made fl- it through the Zoom. Florida's good if you want to get back into focus. It does give me a lot of anxiety when I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> See, I go full insanity, and I just, like, love it. I, like, absorb it, and I love it. Florida. Well, except for there was another lady there, that one lady that was talking about... Yeah. You gotta stay away from, like, the political stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well... Have fun on your Sunday. Okay, I will. I'm going to go do makeup now for a little dance picture girl. Oh my gosh, so cute. Yeah. Have fun doing that. I will. High five. High five. Okay, see ya. Bye. Bye.